Thank you, guys. <laughs> um, right now, I, I feel really loved. I feel just this overwhelming sense of, <laughs> of worth. And I think what's really incredible to me is God tries to communicate the sense of worth to me every single day. And yet so often, uh, I either choose not to listen to it or I just don't believe it. And I think it just comes from the fact I recognize my own sin. I see that uh, I, I make my mistakes, and then I try and make myself worthy. And then that pulls me away from him. And I think when I see my own brokenness, that I just can't be redeemed. Even though I know Christ, I know Christ died for me, all this stuff, I, it's so hard for me to believe sometimes. And... I've, I've talked to people a lot this year, and I know I'm not alone in these kind of struggles. And I just want us all to know that's an incorrect view of your innermost self, where it's connected to that brokenness, where, it, where you start defining it by that. And we're going we're gonna to walk through Scripture today and just see what it tells us about our worth in God. So first, you'll pray with me. Lord, thank you for everyone here, uh, just what they mean to me, and what they mean so much, so much more to you. And it blows my mind how uh, often you tell us we're loved, and that you tell us we have worth in you. And I pray that you just give me the words to speak into this more as someone who struggles with it. And that we can just all open our ears to what you have to say today, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. So we're going to be reading out of Psalm 139. And in Psalm 139, uh, it's David. He does a lot of the Psalms. But he, he's kind of saying it with a tone of joy. And I think the part that's interesting to me is when you don't have the rest of it, when I first read this, I don't see the joy in it. So if the... If we want to put the scripture up, up there, we'll go through, the, go through the word real quick. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. And I was just talking about that feeling of overwhelmed by grace, uh, by worth, and I think this, like, just reading that makes me feel overwhelmed again, because he knows everything about me. He knows me completely, and what that means is he knows me better than I know myself, and that means that he knows those reasons why I try to make myself worthy. He sees the brokenness in me. He, see, he, he, he sees me completely. He knows my innermost self. He sees that brokenness. But he, and he sees where that stems from, the loneliness, the divorce, the death in family, the abuse, the, where we're, over, we're overwhelmed by things like pride and lust. And, it, uh, and he, he knows all that. And I... Uh, uh, I th- I think that just scares me 
when I first read that because I think that, that, that when, I, when I read that without the rest of it, it makes me think, well, what I was thinking is true, that I can't be forgiven, uh, that there's no hope for me, and, that's, and I need to create worth in myself somehow. And I think we need to address the, some of those ways we try and create worth in ourselves. Uh, I think one of the bigger ones tends to be achievement, at least in my life. Like, it's try, like there's trying to be good at all these things, uh, and like grades, or your job, or sports, or whatever, spike ball, God's game, you know, um, <laughs> uh, any, any of these little things, and like being good at these things in general, uh, and actually finding joy in being good at those, isn't what's wrong. It's when you start to find your worth in these things. Uh, God um, created these things as a good thing for us, but it becomes what defines us. It becomes something where we compare ourselves to others. The, the good things that are these games, that are these sports, these, are these grades, it becomes, I got an 85, I studied my butt off, and I did really well, and, but Austin got a 95, and I, I, I did as best as I could, but now since he did better, it's not worth the same to me. This comparison and comparing ourselves to others devalues your, that person and creates this, desi- this desire that can't be filled. If we keep going for that, or if we keep trying to fill ourselves, it won't ever work. If we throw up a quote for me, uh, my drive in life is from this horrible fear of being mediocre that's always been pushing me, pushing me. Because even though I've become somebody, I still have to prove that I, I am somebody. My struggle has never ended, and it probably never will. Actually, I want to hear that one more time. My struggle has never ended, and it probably never will. Uh, first off, that was Madonna. Um, yeah. And say what you will about what it's saying, or, or that, that's not something I think is our ideal scenario. I think it's the exact issue. It puts to any kind of words I've said already exactly what I want to say as when we try and achieve, this person who has all the fame, the money, the success, the talent um, that you think they might want that make them satisfied has this constant struggle of being mediocre. And it forever, it keeps going, it's forever, it's insatiable, it just keeps plugging away and chewing at the root of who they are. And it's exhausting. And there's just no good that comes of it. And that that points directly to how we need to find our worth in him. But I think we also need to recognize some of the other ways that we find our worth that isn't in him. Uh, I think the other big one, there's probably several, but the uh, second two I'm going to touch on is people and relationships. We knew the mumble was going to happen eventually, right, guys? Um, but so people in relationships where whether it's in your group of friends like you find your identity in being that funny person or uh, the witty the intellectual or you find your worth in someone else like you're getting your value out of something and you're downgrading God and 
when we, and then when you start plugging into those actual friendships, those actual people, there's, there's nothing wrong with trusting people, but when you've put their, your, your worth in who they are and what they mean to you, what they give you, you're downgrading that friend, that boyfriend, that girlfriend, or, uh, whoever they may be, and while you're putting them on a pedestal, you're just going to knock them down, and it's going to create pain in that. It's going to create pain in yourself. Because a guy, a girl, they can't give you what the Lord can give you. He made you with a longing for worth, and it's not to be found in them. And those things just won't satisfy. So we'll go to the next bit of scripture. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise up on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. So, if we want to continue living into these things that have this, this worth that is fake. It's like it might, like it, like it builds your worth this much, but increases your need for it all that much more. And if we continue on that path, it's just this never-ending cycle of not being able to fix it. And in that, you feel more and more distant from God. But I think the beautiful thing about the scripture here is it tells us that he is close. He is always nearby. And when it feels like we have been abandoned, it's because of how much we feel like we've distanced ourselves. And he's just been, uh, it's, it's like someone moving their finger on a map, feeling like they moved away, but the person's just kind of staring at the map, and they're right there. He's just hanging out waiting. And, and it even says, his hand will be there to guide you. He's going to steady you from wh- where you're at right then, right, right now. And he's also going to shine, where is it? The night will shine like the, di- the day, for darkness is as light to you. And that innermost self that we talked about earlier, and how you identified yourself as broken, he's going to shine a light on it. And he's going to show that those things are more separate than you realized. And so, f- verses 13 and 14, please. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. So he created my inmost being. He created that innermost self we've been talking about. And the even more beautiful part about that is that innermost self he made in a fearful and wonderful way. We, we, know, we have these, these stories of like Christ dying for us. Well, stories. We know, we know Christ died for us. And... It becomes the thing of the sin, but uh, of your sin being redeemed, and that's very, very, very important. But we also don't realize that you were made wonderful, that you were made with a purpose, that you were made with intention, that you were made as more than enough in Him. And it's, it just kind of blows my mind as it says right here: "Your works are wonderful, and we are His works." And uh, just in a few moments, the band's going to come back up. But I want to leave you with this.
Stop seeking the things to give you worth, but know this, or stop seeking these things that give you this false sense of worth and that don't give you anything real. Know that, but know that God is the only one who is capable of giving you the worth and recognition that you so desire. Let's pray. Lord, I come to you forgetful. I constantly just forget of who you tell me who I am, and that's your child, made with a purpose, with worth from you. And I just pray that we continue to live into that, that we look to you every day knowing that you made us in your image with purpose. And that we can rest in you in that. And we stop seeking those things that, do not, that will never satisfy us. We love you and we thank you. It's in your name. Amen.